Coming to you from the Underground Studio, this is the Sipping Social Podcast. My name is Mike Caro. I'm here with my boy and certified bourbon steward, Garrett Turnquist. Yo. We've also got our stellar producer on the mic, Johnny. Say what up. What up? We're here to dive into all aspects of the restaurant industry. We truly love what we do and love talking about it. We're going to pour, sample, and review anything you need to know about. Pour yourself a cocktail and join us on this journey. Let's Let's go. go. Welcome, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. We got uh, episode 44 for the Sipping Social Podcast. We're back in the underground studio, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of missing the live audience from the last show. Yeah? Yeah, I'm I'm a single tear in the eye right now. I feel like I should be looking out and seeing smiling faces, but I just see uh, you guys. <laughs> that, that are smiling, though. You're, you're still <laughs> smiling, yeah. It's like a vacation, like you you really have it happen, but you're... Pretty happy to be home. Be- happy to be back. Yeah. Quite honestly, I have no idea what happened that night. I think we I all, blacked just out. Just blacked out. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, like I, I was telling people, it's, it's like, uh, it's like your wedding day. Like we, it, it just goes by in a blur quickly. Two right? seconds. Yeah. I mean, I was at the social for eight and a half hours. Right. And it felt like I was there for forty-five minutes. Boom, come and gone. Right. Yeah. It, it was truly awesome. Uh, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors and everybody who joined us. We had a great time. Uh, I tried to hoof it home and then got halfway and called for a ride. So that's how much fun I had. But uh, that was a really funny. That was a really fun uh, I, I phone just, call you sent me. I'm here at the corner. I'm, I need to sit down. Can you help me? Where am I? I just felt like I was like it, it went from like meticulously setting up the gear and like setting up the room. Yeah. To like drunk, just throwing shit in a box, trying to get out of there at the end of the night. So just for three hours, you blacked out. You remember the beginning and the end? I just remember sweating profusely and Garrett asking me if I needed to go to the bathroom and throw up before we started because I must have looked like I needed to. That's because I almost did. Oh, man. It was a little nerve-wracking, right? And and I do like live stuff all the time in front of people. And I was like, I doesn't do that. So if I feel this way, someone else has to. Oh, man. I should have done it. But uh, once again, thanks to everybody who joined us. That was super special. We're definitely going to do it again. We just tossed around some dates today. Uh, we'll be putting that out and teasing that in the next couple of weeks. So definitely tune in to find out uh, when that's going to be. We've got lots of good stuff to talk about um, and some great products to review. But before we get into that, <clears throat> gee, what you drinking? I have the Balvini 14-year Caribbean cask. Ooh, I didn't know you were drinking some scotch. It's, I have never done it on the podcast before. No. And I came down here a little bit early and no one was down here and turned the lights on. And, and drank um, the whole bottle? Well... You know, I was going through stuff and I didn't want to open something new and I didn't want to finish anything. You got a lot of open and a lot of almost finished, and um, I think I might have picked the most expensive <laughs> bottle back there, but it's really, really good. Nice, tasting good. What do you what you got, Johnny? The bottles are yours, Garrett. You can have whatever you want. I love you. <laughs> I'm drinking a delicious ice mountain, 100% natural spring nah, water. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> uh, I got a delicious, <laughs> delicious, freshly poured Captain and Coke. Freshy, fresh, right? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I'm drinking a Tropical Hazy IPA from Sky Brewing out of Colorado. I was just there with my wife and her family. You're going to hear lots about it on this podcast. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Glad to be back at the Underground and hanging with you. Oh, yeah. Mm. So last time we talked about the live show on this podcast um, today. Uh, Once again, thanks to the sponsors. Thanks to the the Burger Social, um, Bourbon Belly Hospitality, Michter's. 
Uh, we got Hidden Hand in there. We got Rumplements in there for all the swag that they gave us, and mainly for all the people that joined us and, and made it a great, great show, which we appreciate. Thank you. The worst part is you say that, and there's no like live clapping afterwards. Everyone's like cheering for that. Or know? booing. Yeah, or that's specifically <laughs> towards me. But Just yeah. one person booing Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to be giving away like hats and like shirts and like sweatshirts of like rumplements. Like that was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. That's good. We're going to yeah, do that, that again. That was a surprise for me. There you go. Did you come home with anything? I, I did a hat. A hangover? I, a hangover and a hat. <laughs> I tried to get you a hoodie, and you're like, oh, where am I going to wear this? <laughs> I was going to bust out of that thing. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I guess, so I just listened to the last episode, um, literally today in the car. You talked about on the last podcast that you were just going to go, you were going to put saran wrap over your beer can mm-hmm. and go sit in your car at 1130 and finish it. Did you do it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think he tried. He tried and then uh, got halfway there. Let me go check if there's saran wrap under my seat. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, shout out to Joe, who bartended that night. Shout out to Alyssa, who was serving that night. Uh, I thought the crew did a great job. Yeah. And uh, also a shout out to my wife, who helped grab some beers and whiskey when we needed it. Um, it we will be a little bit more organized, but besides that, I thought I'm it was- not promising a, anything. But I thought it was a hit. Yeah. I thought for the first time, we did a good job. Yeah, yeah I think so. Like We got a good response from- uh, You know, honestly, like before, I mean, what I would like to say is like during the show, I didn't expect- the interaction of the crowd so much and i thought it was awesome that yeah, like it was cool. everybody was there that was like totally they were totally into it mm-hmm. um and then they reacted to like things that we were saying like and, and you got a good response and like the room was lively yeah. like it was great people definitely there was an energy yeah in the room mm-hmm. and i and i was feeding off of it uh, except for the one moment that i was really nervous and didn't talk for five minutes but besides <laughs> that i was i had to get over it i don't know what my problem was but once i got over it i was feeding off of it and uh, i thought garrett did a great job of carrying me uh, during those five so you minutes. did feel that way. What's that? You, you got. Uh, I didn't realize it didn't. It didn't uh, occur to me. I guess I didn't. Maybe it was all internal. But like, uh, there there was a beginning moment where I didn't say anything. If you re-listen to the podcast, yeah. There's a good like four or five minutes where I didn't talk, and yeah. Garrett's just like carrying it, and then then I started piping in, and then I kind of built the momentum from there. So, and like Garrett alluded to earlier, he's done lots of live things like this. I had never done that. And while I can talk in front of a whole bar all night, that's a little bit different of an interaction. So I feel like I learned a lot about myself and getting ready for the next time we do it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I just resorted to alcohol, which probably wasn't a good thing. The three-finger rumpies? <laughs> yeah. Show draft off mid-show. Goodness. It was amazing. Uh, we can't wait to do it again. Thanks again to everybody who helped us out, and uh, we'll see you on the the next uh, the live show. Um so I alluded to the fact that I was in Colorado this past weekend. Yeah, how was it? Un-freaking-believable. Anybody who's going to the Breckenridge or Frisco area in Colorado, literally hit me up. I can tell you great breweries, great distilleries, uh, good restaurants to go to. I was there for five days, so I got a great lay of the land. Uh, Broken Compass Brewery right outside of Breckenridge, freaking amazing. Eddie Line Brewing in Buena Vista, Colorado, freaking amazing. Because um, most people think about when they go to Breckenridge, like they're going skiing. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, but like that was not your goal. Well, we were going there for summer stuff. Right. But it was the end of the se- ski season, and there was a big snowstorm, which allowed for skiing and snowboarding. But we were going there for summer stuff. Yeah, that was not the intent. No, but we, and we packed for it, so we were good to go. But um, we just went to the coolest places. Everybody was super friendly. Great service, but nobody was in a hurry. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you almost like feel that like nice vibe where you're chill. But things are coming how you want them, you know. Um, it's just really, really cool. Oh, uh, the whiskey we're going to try today, 
is from Colorado. You can only get it in Colorado. Deer Hammer Distillery. That's also in Buena Vista. Fantastic, dude. Really, really cool spot. So uh, anybody going out to Breckenridge in the next couple years or two, hit me up. I got lots of cool spots to check out. So you were showing me pictures yeah. of your trip out there. Yeah. And one of the most amazing things that you showed me was when you guys were river rafting. Yeah. And when you think of river rafting, you think of a nice sunny day. You yeah, think like of 85 degrees 85 out. degrees there. You got, you got a pair of swim trunks on. You got your life vest on. Mm-hmm. And you're just ripping through the rapids, having mm-hmm. a great day. Yeah. The picture that you showed me, your beard... Was a complete ice block. Totally, dude. It like and Santa it was Claus. snowing. I looked like, look like John Snow. Ripping down, was it the Colorado River? What, it's the Arkansas River. Arkansas River. Yeah, it's the Arkansas River in Buena Vista. We did the numbers run, which is seven rapids. Three of them are rated four out of six. So pretty heavy duty, kind of on the advanced side. Uh, but the water temperature was 40 degrees. The air temperature was 35. Oh, my so goodness. So literally, dude. the water was splashing me in the face, just freezing my beard. <laughs> It was crazy. It was, it's the craziest thing I've ever done, and three times I thought I was going to die. How long did it take you to dethaw? About an hour. We were on the river for two hours. About an hour later, I finally felt like I could feel my feet. That's amazing. You were you were saying something about you guys were wearing like wetsuits and all yeah, that. You were they geared up. Wetsuits. Uh, you get little booties. Uh, they gave us gloves to wear. Uh, splash tap is what it's called. You get the helmet. Uh, but you wear if you wear like regular workout stuff underneath it that's not cotton, that doesn't like soak up water. That's how you layer up. Mm. So we did that, and it and it, it was cold, but it was quite the experience. I highly, wow. highly recommend it. I it just, was incredible. Just never knew that was a thing. Like it looked amazing. So the, the people pictures. in Colorado, the bartenders of the breweries we were going to, and we told them we were doing this. They're like, "That is super special because even people here in Colorado can't plan for that because either the river's frozen and you can't raft, or the stuff's already booked up." pre that happening so you can't go on a whim oh wow so they were all saying like enjoy the canyon it's called brown's canyon like enjoy the canyon you're not going to ever see it like that even if you plan a rafting trip like that again wow that's really cool it it was special and uh while we drank a lot we did a lot of cool stuff too so that's awesome yeah um gee did you do something fun this past uh last past couple days uh no i didn't do anything fun you didn't you didn't go to the city no yeah i went to uh the first thing I did since the live podcast, I went to Whiskey Fest at the Hyatt. Oh, nice. That was pretty cool. It was actually, so I'd gone four years prior. And I, I have alluded to going to, not being able to go to Whiskey Fest the previous like three years due to like family stuff and like having children and things like that. But um, I was able to go, uh, which is like now two Fridays ago, it was at the Hyatt on Wacker. There was maybe half of the actual distilleries there. But it was plenty. Like I never, I didn't get to every booth. Sure. Um, part of the problem is that I'm friends with a lot of people there that were pouring the whiskey. Sick um, brag, dude. Yeah. Sick was, brag. I didn't expect them to be actually be there. I thought they would really? be like paying like, you know, hot ibu bodies, like shot girls there to like pour stuff. Yeah. But it was literally the the um, Midwest brand ambassadors were there. Nice. Pouring it out, which cool. is really 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 neat. Um, I brought two of our friends, and uh, what was nice about that is I got I got to brag to them a little bit about. Because they, they know whiskey, but not really well, that well. So when we would go to a booth, like we went to Michter's, um, PJ was there. and uh, boy. Yeah. Talk about sweating. The guy was, <laughs> the guy, the guy needed, needed a beach I think, towel. I think he and I are on the same sweating tip. To 100%. Be honest <laughs> so we show up. He's like, what do you want to drink? I go, what should I drink? Like, I just threw it right back at me. And he like went back behind the curtain and pulled back a uh, toasted sour mash. Of course. 
Only the good stuff yeah, for you. I'm like, great. Who else is this for? He goes, what other bottles do you have behind that curtain? And the other guy working with him is like, is it, who, does this guy work for Mictors too? He goes, no, it's just my buddy. I'm like, well, I want to be your buddy. Can I, I'll work an event with you. So I think I'm going to try to work a Mictors event uh, with him. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Should we do a podcast around it or what? I mean, I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's not on it yet Johnny is Johnny the producer, what do you think about that? That sounds fun. That's, <laughs> the fact that he hasn't been on <laughs> and how much they've like supported us is ridiculous. We got to get him on. Anyway, so let's, let's make that a thing. Whiskey Fest is like this giant room. Everyone's pouring quarter ounce samples. Uh, like the first like 10 booths I went to, I was like, well, I know this distillery, but I've never had this bottle that you're putting out. So like the first thing, the first like seven or eight things I tried were like 15 years and older. Really, really cool. Um, and then, so 15 divided by four, that's a lot of drinks, uh, full ounce pours. So it, by the time we got to the end, I met up with uh, Bill, my friend Bill from the owner of uh, Journeyman. Sweet. And uh, the booth next to him, I don't even know what it was. I have no idea. I mean, you could give me like a multiple choice. I have no idea what it was. Anyway, th- whoever was pouring there, just like toward the end of the night, like, like stepped away from the booth for a little bit and people started coming up. So I went behind the booth and started pouring for them. <laughs> oh, is that not, legal? No, 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 it, it was a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, no, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think I just got in trouble. Sure. You get, yeah. Did you get yelled at? Yeah. 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 Pretty you, good. Yeah. Probably scolded for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you still don't even know what distillery no or who that was. No, I was, yeah. I was talking about it. So it was one of the people you didn't know there. Correct. Cause otherwise yeah. you knew everybody else there. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did, um, give $5 to, uh, our friend Greg to go up to Bullet's booth and try the bourbon and tell them that it tasted like four roses. That's where Bullet's made. <laughs> She's like, Did he well, do it? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess, it, I, guess it, I guess it could. Okay. <laughs> I didn't give the money, but he they, thought it was hilarious. They, they didn't love that? No. But no. I don't think, I think that was a shot girl, though. I don't think that was like an ambassador. But she at least knew, she kind of knew what she was talking about, it sounds like. I think that she was just being nice. Okay. But I thought, I thought cool. it was hilarious. Cool. Um, and it, and it's, ended up spending the, um, the next two hours at the bar upstairs, which, because the, the the room of the whiskey fest is like underground, um, like their like uh, convention center, and then on the main floor is their giant bar. It's huge, um, and I sat at a table with uh, our two buddies and Bill from Journeyman, the brand ambassador from Journeyman, and Bill's wife, and the guy who created the Glen Karen. No way. Uh, is his name Glenn? No, which is <laughs> which is super disappointing. Um, his name's Karen Glenn. Yeah, it's Karen. <laughs> Karen Glenn. Yeah, he has had he has a haircut too. Uh, really, really nice guy. Um, I told him about the podcast and he just kept like smiling and nodding like he's never gonna listen, but, um, like he's completely Scottish, like cool. a quarter of the things I was like, I'm not sure what you just said, but I'm just trying to re- use everything else. You sure. Said we'll have reference. more whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, I knew it was time to leave when I ordered a 1792 bourbon and the server brought me a 1942 tequila. Mm. And I was like, this isn't what I ordered. I'm happy to have it, but this is just just it's in close. The, in the, in the, I tried There's to, numbers. I tried there. to explain it, and she's like, numbers. she told me I was wrong. I was like, I'm never ordering tequila ever. <laughs> um, and then the guy from uh, Glen Karen bought everything, so it was fantastic. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and we'll then, have we'll have two 1942s then. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like when we got up and left, that table had like every drink was 90 percent full. Really? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No one needed anything. Well, else. you're just sipping on them, right? The point was that well, nobody dope. needed anything else. <laughs> At that point, it yeah. was it was time. It was time to it was time to be done. <laughs> Sweet uh, dude. And then I went to uh, just the other day. I went to the National Restaurant Show at McCormick Place. Cool. Which is larger than the Auto Show, if you can believe that. Makes sense. Um, well, m- more restaurants than there are the, car dealers. Not just the fact that like 
it was not the fact that it was like more like people like showing spatial stuff, but spatial wise the, yeah. the two like sides of mccormick were filled with stuff and nice. then um like over the bridge uh there was a whole nother room full of stuff wow so the big takeaway for me was that there was no like major major brands of alcohol there except okay. except white claw white claw was their pretty, the main sponsor i don't know if they even were but they, they, just, had, just, they just had a booth oh really they had one booth <clears throat> what's so, like, it for it's literally think of like Anything that has to do with food service, there's a booth there. So Glasses, like, like flatware, equipment, plateware. Yeah, like different kinds so of grills and ovens show. and yeah. So like, but specific for restaurants. Though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like, I think the biggest difference. The last time I was there was about ten years ago, um, and the dif- the biggest difference was there was less um, alcohol, like big brand booths at this one, which is fine. Like I'm not I'm not going there to get hammed. Uh, but and there, but there was way way more technology based driven products there. Oh nice. sweet! So I think like every single POS system that you could possibly think of yeah. had a booth, or like a giant booth. Sure. Um, in like fifteen. Because that's the way that's the way of the industry, right? Yeah. They're, everything's going to everything's the going tech, digital. Yeah, tech side. Um, so that's I thought cool. that was really interesting. Awesome. Um, so that is that the major difference between now and ten years ago, or are there the other? One hundred percent. The biggest difference is the technology okay. on there. I mean, there was still people like pumping cheese and like brands of cheese and brands of like sausage. There was a lot of like what sausage was and cheese. Like the most, like tech forward thing you saw besides a POS system. So there was um, there was a POS system that was all encompassing. So a lot of times you get a POS like toast or like we're using cake, but like that they don't integrate with your website and they don't necessarily integrate with your host stand, um, like wait list. And so they, they, so that's where like this POS system is cheaper than this one. Um, but this, the cheaper one ha- you have to use like third party, like, uh, data and I'm sorry. Technology. I asked. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. So, John, John's ready to so move this, on. this one is cool. It, it was like all, un- all encompassing, which I think okay. is pretty neat. That's nice. pretty dope. So, I mean, it just connects everything and, and, and like literally everyone just walks around with like a tablet <clears throat> attached to the wrist and everything's done through that. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's it's all Wi-Fi based. Kind of like Sonos. Did you have a good time? I had a lot of fun. How many white claws did you have? I had six samples. What kind of samples? Like one ounce samples? Oh, there's two ounce samples. So you just said to go to the bathroom a lot? Well, no, I, I got three at a time. Oh, okay. I thought maybe there are going to be some technology out there that like you just bop a customer with a wand on the forehead and you get their like their request. And like yeah. you get like everything they want. Like the, They have it all in their mind, right? Right, yeah. And you just bop them on the head with this wand. How hard do you have to hit them? And their drink order, what they want to eat, and everything. It's all. Can in- you imagine if that was real? <laughs> you just go around playing... <laughs> What's like, that golfer uh, gopher game? Yeah. What's it, what's the uh, Bapa gopher? Or yeah. Whatever, yeah. What what is that? The hedgehogs or whatever yeah. that you're. <laughs> the the, the you bopper. Pop. What is it? It's a bopper game. Yeah. Yeah. What it's it, like it, right in our area. Everyone knows we're talking. Everyone is. Yeah. Either. We just don't know the name of it. Bapa Rama. Boop, got your order. Bapa Rama like that. Bapa Rama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was very interesting. I learned a lot about um, glassware, like specifically how glass is made for specific kinds of glasses. Okay. Which I think was interesting, and cool. then um, I learned. Way more about ovens than I thought I would, but th- those are the places that were putting up the steak. Oh, so you so, wanted some steak? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, Johnny, did you do anything cool this past weekend, or were you, did you go anywhere? Or? Yeah, I went up to uh, Saint Germain, Wisconsin, with my uh, my dad and brothers for our annual fishing trip in the spring. Sweet. What you get? What were you guys drinking? Oh, we went to like fourteen distilleries and uh, <laughs> <laughs> learned about some ovens. Four to six breweries. We got everything paid for. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was a great trip. 
No, Saint Germain's in, in between like Manaqua and like uh, Manitowish Waters, Hayward area. Cool. Um, Up north. The one place that we went to that was on the lake was called Slows. Slows Inn. It was like a little bar, like shit bar. Cool. And it was definitely slow. They have, lot, they have a lot of slow gin there. They had a slow cores. I think everybody that worked slow in there rumps. was over seventy-five years slow old. Slow fashions, but that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. it was a nice pace for uh, people smoking cigarettes in there. Oh yeah, smoking cigs. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Some slow cigs. <laughs> we had our catch. We got a like you know maybe twenty twenty-five bass. Nice. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's that's dope. That's isn't a good the, time. Isn't the water kind of cold it, for bass right now? Or no? No, it's right on the cut. Co- they're uh, they're spawning right now, so okay. they're they're kind of inland. So you can kind of definitely get them when you're casting five to six feet deep. Uh, not that anybody cares. Yep, moving <laughs> but, on. Moving but, on. But, but, sorry, back to the podcast. Yeah. But, but, but what is what is kind of interesting sorry. is like you'll you'll talk to like the locals up there, or talk to other people fishing up there, and you'll say like, oh yeah, we're just catch and release. We catch, you know, we release them. And like what? They look at you like you're an idiot. They're like, why wouldn't you? They you drove all the way it? this all the way up here to like just catch and release. Like, well, yeah, it's just sport fishing. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys are just ripping fish out of the lake and flaying them. And it's a little bit different. Different mentality, yeah, right? Different mentality. All right. Sounds like a good time, though. Slow Great and low. time. Slow, slow and low. <laughs> but those 14 uh, distilleries and those five or six breweries we went to were amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Um, who put <laughs> also, this on? Also, by the, the way, put, uh, next, next year, um, we're going to go to Whiskey Fest as the three of us. Cool. We have to as a yeah. podcast, right? Yeah. Who put this uh, on here that the Facebook checks are arriving in mail? Oh, why those me? <laughs> did you get one? Oh yeah, Johnny, did you get one? I have no idea what you're talking about. So like a year ago, like Facebook got. Uh, I thought it was like two or three years ago. Who knows? It was no a couple idea. years ago. I have no idea what happened. Facebook got sued by the state of Illinois. By someone else. I, I thought it was the state of Illinois. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Where like they're tracking you when you had the when facial you had the recognition app. without your consent. Or so they're, and they're tracking you when the app was closed. Yeah. Um. So there's a major anyway, lawsuit. Fifteen billion dollars they got sued for. I got a check for three hundred ninety-seven dollars. So did I, bro. Yeah, nice. So the the, the reason I for four hundred dollars. The reason I put that on there up. is that there was a huge influx on the secondary market of people buying whiskey in around the two hundred to three hundred dollar range. They really just turned it around, flipped it right bought. to yeah, right that's, to right that's for cool. a bottle. I definitely spent all of that in Colorado. <laughs> was not leaving a cent behind. Good for you. I haven't cashed mine yet. Oh, mine's mine was the day I got it went right into the. Can we move account. on? I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> the nice part is you can be part of the next one because as part of this one you can't part, you can't sue Facebook ever again. Damn it! Yeah, so you're just wait next, for the, you're next, the next one. one. Yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, the whiskey we're going to review today is Deer Hammer Distillery out of Buena Vista. I went there. I talked about it earlier. Phenomenal. This is a four grain bourbon. We'll get into it in a little bit. I got all the deets memorized. I love it. Thanks, G. Uh, the beer we're drinking is Eddie Line Brewery that I alluded to earlier out of Buena Vista. Uh, I brought a Juicy IPA and Rivers Runner Pale Ale. The bad thing about this stuff that we're about to drink is it's not available in the area. But if you're ever out that way, now you're going to have a destination that you want to go to. I doubt that if this is really if this is really good, it's, it's a, coming out here. At some point? Yeah, Chicago's like the, like the number one or number two well, market. To- we'll tell them if it's good or not. Yeah, right, All fair right. enough. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, so I see up here we got a customer of the week. I think we've talked about this one in the past. A little bit. We did that around Christmas time when they put the bags on the chairs and took up a lot of space. Yeah, so just some sideways sitters. Um, do we want to roll another, with this? I put another one on there, too, if you want to scroll down. Where's that at? Under the, under the, keep scrolling. So we got options for our, customer, uh, this, customer is, of the this week. is our, keep going, Johnny. A little bit, a little bit upward. 
Oh, yeah, the, whis- the whiskey one upper. Whiskey one upper. Is that too much like the the whiskey guy from the last one? No, because that's the guy who wants to tell you about everything that he's got. Uh, I like the whiskey one upper. <sighs> I, I like the whiskey one upper. Should we do that one? Uh, I love the sideways sitters. All right, we're going to do both of them. Good. Right, customer of the week. I we're, can't we're, stand John, John's going to go off on the sideways sitters. <laughs> Garrett's going to go on the whiskey one-uppers. Because that be affects great. everyone. It does. It affects it, your side, our side, oh, customer side, we'll, Johnny, business side. We'll dive deep into it. Save it. God's John, side. Johnny, save it. We'll save to, it. We'll get another rumble for him. Perfect. All right, sweet. <laughs> we'll do another. We'll take another 15-minute break where I can stop sweating, and we'll do another rumps. <laughs> All right, Yeef, uh, yearly... Industry ebb and flow. Yeah. You guys know this is one of my favorite parts of the the, the podcast. Uh, it's carnival time, y'all. Downtown's got the carnivals coming out. Last week was Glen Ellen's. Wheaton's cream of Wheaton is coming up. So you will see. You will never see more tank tops and the gun shows out. The sun's out. Guns out. Type of t- tank tops and bad tattoos. Come on down to Wheaton if you want to <sighs> see that for three days. I mean, originally I thought you were talking about women. I'm like, hell yeah. No, dudes. <laughs> Dudes. Dudes. Yeah, if you don't want to go to Six Flags and Gurney, just go to one of these carnival fests. Come on down to the Cream of Wheaton, June 2nd through the 4th. It's going to be packed. Come on, we're going to pack them in like sardines, and uh, I guarantee you're going to smell some B.O. Johnny, don't don't apologize for that comment. (laughs) I guarantee you. You're going to be sleeping in the dumpsters. 100%, dude. And and don't forget about the carnies. The carnies, one year at Muldoon's, a dude literally bought a case of Coors Lights and drank them and asked if he could take the empty bottles for the show for the next day. Yeah. I'm like, sure, dude. I don't, we don't need them. So he literally carried an empty case of Coors Light bottles out for them to use the for next day for the, 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 the game the, toss. Yeah. For the ring toss? No, no for like not, throwing the softballs and throwing the softballs down. Jeez. I'm not even kidding you. They ran out of bottles. So to drink a case of Coors Lights. That's awesome. That's their thing, though. They probably just go to town to town and take bottles. Yeah. All they do is bottle put, takers. They just bottle put takers. rubber mats on there. They, when the bottles, bottles fall down, they don't break. That's right. Have some smarts about it. Well, it's probably more fun to drink the beers. That's their line. Every city, hey, we ran out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody's got the tents outside in the downtown areas. Uh, it's hot out there, but it's also rainy sometimes. Well, it was hot for like that that solid week. Yeah. we The tent was open for that, right? Yeah, yeah for like four days. How was that? Working out there in the brutal heat. <clears throat> oh, it's dude, it's fine. Well, we open the doors anyways. We put the air conditioning on. Yeah. So, like, you're outside for a couple minutes. You come inside. You're in the air conditioning. Um, we already know that I'm a heavy sweater, so it's going to happen regardless. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's decent. It, it'll get worse. Yeah. As it, like, the humidity the really. Yeah. The, wor- the sweat and the humidity will get worse. I promise you. <laughs> I meant but to wait as of 30, right now, it's great. I meant to wait 30 days to ask you about the tent, but. That's all right. We, it will. Don't worry. Yeah. Plenty, plenty of time this summer. I think more importantly it. is the last one is the graduation parties. Oh, the best. Between college and high school. The best and the worst. Walk up, party at 12. Yeah. Uh, two hours. Dude, every, well, everybody, every party right now is either t- like 10 to 16 people. Yeah. It's, there's not like six tops, eight tops. It's like all families. Yeah, grandma so and grandpa came in. Everybody, dude. Aunt and uncle, their kids. I did, I did set up a nice couple parties at Social that's going to be good for everybody. Nice. Mainly the company. <laughs> You guys ready to drink some beers? I thought you never asked. Some Colorado beers? Does, do you say that every time? No. No? Half the time? Sure. Colorado beers? Colorado beers. Colorado beers. Colorado. Let's drink Coors some Light. beers. Coors Light. Um, I learned that Colorado, uh, Coors Light is in Golden, Colorado, mm-hmm. right, outside of, right outside of Denver. You just learned that? You should know that. I'm learning the lay of the land. I knew much it. more now. I knew that. I, well, that's, do you drink Coors Light? It's on, you drink a lot of Coors Lights. Back in the day. 
I'm just saying. When does general. anybody talk about gold in Colorado? I don't know. The commercials. Yeah. Damn it. Mountains are blue. Damn it. All right. Sweet. Uh, we're moving on from that since I feel like an idiot now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got two beers I brought back from Colorado. I got to thank my father-in-law, Bill. All right. He hooked it up. I bought a bunch of stuff out there, whiskey and beer, that I knew I was going to be able to bring back. He was camping out there with his teardrop camper. Oof. Drove it all back for me. What a G. So thank you. Thank you, Bill Reed. You'll never listen to this, but I love you. And now that I said that, you will really never listen to this. So it'll be great. So how full was that teardrop camper uh, with your gear and your booze? Lots. There was lots of <laughs> beer and lots of booze. Um, I made do, like, do you owe him gas money then? Yeah, I made like 25 bucks. <laughs> I, I probably should. I probably should give him I some I made 19 some gas. on the way back. All right, sweet. So the first, this beer is freaking delicious. We're doing two? Yeah. We're going to make it quick. Yeef. All right, so uh, we got two beers here. We got Eddie Line Brewing. Glad I didn't drive. Uh, <laughs> does anybody know what an Eddie Line is? Johnny, you might know what this is. Uh, is it a, a line when you're climbing? It's a line when you're rafting. Rafting. So there's an eddy is a hole in the river mm-hmm. that will suck you in and make you go swimming. And the eddy line is there across that rapid in case you need like help like dragging yourself out. They like tie it from like two trees. They'll have like the, the scout go out. If it's looking like it's like a torrid rapid, they'll tie up on two sides. So you got something to grab onto. So that's what an eddy line is. Oh, cool. So this is eddy line brewing. Uh, River Runner's Pale Ale. I'm going to let John describe the can because oh, pr- the artwork's pretty cool. It's been a minute. Well, you're, the, you're the best at that, though. It's been a minute oh. since I let you do that. It's been a while. But uh, everybody give it a good good sniff. It's a 6% ABV Pale Ale. Are they in a hop rafting down the river? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's a, a shiny metallic can. Um, a lot of blues and greens. A lot of whites and metallic colors. Eddie Line Brewery's in a pyramid with waves behind it. There's a little tiny river coming towards you, and then these two dudes are just rafting down this huge wave. Would you say it's a good-looking can? On a giant hop. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's, I like the side. It's got like a little paddle on the side. It's good artwork, isn't it? Um, it has some words on there. I can't read it because it's too dark and my eyes suck. But um, really cool can. Yeah. Sweet. Taste it up and tell me what you think about it. I think it tastes good. It's a good, clean beer. It's uh, El Dorado and Amarillo hops. Definitely a hoppier version of a pale ale than I think we're accustomed to. If you think of like our pale ales, you well, think I mean, of like Daisy like, Cutter, Fist City. That is less bitter than Daisy Cutter. You think so? Yeah. I'm getting a little bit more bitterness, but it's also a higher ABV, so I don't know if that's playing into it. But sure. I think it's a good, clean beer. And honestly, I'm going to give it an eight. And I'm going to drive, uh, I'm going to my, ask my father in law to, to drive some back for me from Colorado. So we can all drink it together the next time we go out. I would have given it an eight, but uh, I'm 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 tasting it maybe four or five days after you bought it. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a uh, 7.76. Oh, my God. Look at you. 7.76, Johnny. I thought this whole round you were going to be more, more uh, critiqueful. It's more really harsh. good. I like it. Um, it's clean, isn't it? it? It's it's very clean, uh, easy drinking. Um, good color. Yeah, good color. I like that it's like ice cold. I don't know how you got it like that, but maybe it's still cold from your trip. It is. It is. But uh, you it's, actually, still thaw- it's still thawing it's out. Still you thawing you thawing get some out ice chips in there? Still thawing out like your beard. Look at that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's set in the river water the entire time in your cooler. Exactly. I just dragged it behind. 
I think this is really good. It is. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Not that you're not good at what you do, but I was like thinking that this would be the one I didn't like. Okay. Uh, I, I could see myself drinking more than one of these in a sitting. For sure, dude. So for that reason, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a seven seven five. Usually I go for a little more hop or a little more crisp. Okay. For my beers. But so it's kind of in between. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Right. I would I would buy a four pack, and I w- wouldn't be able to share it because I would drink it before anyone came over. I'm ready for the next one. That oh, was delicious. Johnny just that is really it. that is really good. I pounded that. Uh, so one of the things 100%, I one hundred percent. If you're going there, you need to stop at this, this brewery. Just Eddie, Eddie Lime Brewing in Buena Vista, fantastic. And you're yeah. about to. So I saved the better one for for last. Right? Nice. I knew you would. So I I this was the first one I had. This was the second one I had at the brewery, and I was like, yeah. This is this is for sure coming back with me. So this is their juicy IPA. I will say this: it's called juicy IPA, which is not very original. No, that's original right there. That pouring. Um, I don't think the name of it's original, but um, if it's Whatever. tasty, who gives a shit, right? It's also nice that um, oh, when you read it, you don't have to ask what what kind of beer it is. Hey, it's, is it's the juicy IPA. Yeah, pineapple on that. Ooh, Johnny, getting right into it. Ooh. All right, so this is seven four ABV. It's listed as a Colorado style hazy IPA. Have what you does ever that mean? <laughs> exactly. I was gonna ask you. <laughs> I was literally gonna ask you what does that mean? So this is Eldorado and Mosaic hops. Wait, so the other one that had Eldorado on it too, or no, that was Yeah, Eldorado and Amarillo. So maybe that's because it's an Eldorado thing? I don't, maybe, but this is Eldorado and Mosaic hops. But all I know is that when I drank this at the brewery, I was in love with it. So seven four. Oh, it's oh, you're right, Johnny. It's like it's like pineapple and orange juice mixed together. For sure. Oh, oh that's tasty. No, I want a screwdriver. Mm. Damn it. We hey, can make that so happen. when you first had this, um, describe your visuals when you first sipped your first juice. So I'm sitting down IPA. at the Eddie Lyon Brewery. Mm-hmm. I just ordered my pulled pork sandwich with barbecue sauce and fries. Mm. I just finished my River Run Pale Ale. And my toes were still thawing out from the rafting. They were still thawing out. Still thawing out. So I said, what would make me feel better besides bourbon? Mm. I need a juicy IPA. And I looked down at the menu. Mm. Ooh. Lo and behold, there's the juicy IPA. I ordered it. I sipped it. I still couldn't feel my toes. And it was delicious. <laughs> How was that, Johnny? Was that okay? That was, that was amazing. All right, so I found I'll out, never get better than that. Yeah. I found out what a Colorado style IPA means. Love it. It's a fact check. It's a mix of West Coast and New England IPAs. It means that there's a touch of bittering hops and a lot of fruity tropical hops. Oh, love it. Cool. It's, dude, this has got great flavor. So is this? Incri- I don't think this is seven. This doesn't taste like seven forty. Is this brewery like kind of just like nestled like right in this like remote mountaineer area? <clears throat> yeah. So it's Buena Vista only has three thousand population. Um, 3,000 people in the population. Nice, cool little downtown area in the mountain range that you have to drive up into. It's just like a small downtown area. Super seasonal. Heavy, heavily relies on the, the skiing and the, the snowboarding season. Um, but this brewery has been around for a while. So they're just basically relying on just the, Tourists. the, the well, Rocky Mountain ski areas. Yeah. And yeah. not necessarily like Denver. Right, not yeah. They're far enough away from Denver. Yeah. Um, so this almost, is like a small. Yeah, this is a small brewery. Yeah. So they're in the Mosquito uh, Mountain Range, which is just past Denver. Okay. Um, it's about. I'm sorry, just past Breckenridge, going west. Okay. So it's about two and a half, three hours away from where Denver is. 
Okay. But nestled in the mountains, lots of cool outdoor stuff to do there. Lots of uh, bureau land management property, which is public property that's just taken care of by the government that you can go off-roading, ATVing, camping. It's like these little like roads that are nestled in the mountain. You can literally drive up there and do whatever the fuck you want. There's, no, awesome. there's nobody in charge That's of anything. Deal. I mean, there's enough tourism come in there like all year round where like yeah. they can just, you know, supply all those people. When the it's last awesome. the last time I was there, we did a camping trip on top of a mountain in Salida, and like the next year, the mountain was for sale for five thousand dollars. No, what? like for like the like the, all the camping like areas really? and the top of the mountain with the river the the the, the lake. Yeah, no, I mean, it, was, it wasn't five. It was like seven. It was like something like I was like twenty three. Couldn't afford it. Right. I'm trying to get like four friends to get in a grand on this. But like. Was that called Alpine Valley? It's called. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> they, that bar doesn't even have $1,000 worth of alcohol in it. Um, <laughs> this beer is really good. Delicious. I think all the beers I had of them of theirs were fantastic. And I'm glad I brought these back, a.k.a. Bill drove them back for yeah, me. Yeah, I so. think there's definitely. I mean, I think we're uh, missing a little bit of a, a point here is that when you have a friend that goes somewhere outside of the state and uh and brings you back something like this it's extremely appreciated because you're never going to have anything like this right unless you go there right so it's nice that you brought this back for us thanks so that's awesome i appreciate that is it you being nice to mike or saying something about me not bringing anything back from kentucky you little, brought him a shirt a, oh yeah a little not, bit of both a fucking little shirt bit of <laughs> shirt well i also brought some stuff back for you guys Wait, did we rate these or no uh, I, so I gave, I'm sorry, I gave this an eight. Um, I'm going to give it the Juicy IPA. I'm going to give it an A5. It's for 7.4. It's it's fantastic. It's super smooth. Lots of tropical notes in there. A little bit of bitterness, just like you described. I like it. John? Um, I like both. I like this one a little bit better because I like a little bit more of the uh, juicy taste. The, the When I say juicy, like the actual juicy fruit taste to it. Yeah. Uh, so I would choose this one over the um, the first, which I completely forgot the name of because I'm a moron. You've already mo- you've already moved on. Yeah. Um, right. So I would I definitely buy this one over the uh, the other one. Cool. So. I'm gonna go opposite. I think the first one you like, like a little better. bit better, mainly because when I drink beers at home, I've got a whiskey back. Yeah. Or I have a beer back to my whiskey. I don't know. Whatever. It's you a whiskey say. back. Um, and I think the first one would go better with a poor whiskey, and. But there's nothing to say. Nothing wrong. I can't. I can't come with anything wrong about this juicy IPA. Right. I give the same rating as you. Nice and clean, right? Also, buy a four pack, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna share it. But it's possible no one comes over in time. It might, it might be gone. Yeah. Before you get over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, all the breweries that we went to in Colorado, A plus plus. Their craft beer scene there is insane. It's, it's wild. A, it's as long and old as California's is and Oregon's is. So I thought you were gonna say you're Johnson. That. It's I no. It's the, Irish the, the over two here. Beer, two breweries deep. <laughs> it's as long. It's as long and old as uh, the breweries, uh, the, the craft beer scene. All right, I brought some other good stuff back for you guys. Oh, a couple gifts over so here gifts? for you. A couple gifts over I here. I see a gift this bag. Is, this is to go along with your beers. A black. Right. Get, he's pulling something out of a black gift bag. What is? Oh, what is that? <laughs> Nice little koozie oh, for you. Oh nice little Colorado beer koozie for you. So I, Mike nice gifted. Nice little Colorado beer koozie for you. Mike gifted us uh, a Colorado bikini koozie from Colorado. So it's a, a koozie like you typically have. Then it has protruding breasts off the side of it with the Colorado State logo on them. They're very plump. There was a sign that said if you squeeze it once, original price. Oh if you gosh. squeeze it twice, 
These are amazing. Twice the price. <laughs> it's an awesome cassette. <laughs> that is hilarious. I saw it. I knew I was going to bring it back to the boys. Thanks, man. I had to. I had to. That is great. This is by far the the best koozie I've ever owned they in my life. Feel great. <laughs> yeah. Fa- fairly real. They're like stress the re- uh, relievers. Yeah, they're like, they're, yeah. yeah. Johnny, you should just definitely take that to the office. Just that squeeze is, on it all day. Now, yeah. does this fit around a Captain and Coke uh, glass? Give it a shot right now. Yeah. What are you waiting for? So it's like med- it's a meditation koozie. <laughs> meditation koozie. <laughs> it's a masturbation. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> not gonna happen. You know what? I'm not gonna try to. F- to Save it for the I'm not going to try to squeeze these babies around my captain. That's and right. Save it for the Coors Light. I'm going to let them All rest. Right. Since we're about to drink some delicious, hopefully delicious whiskey from Colorado, I also brought these back for you boys. Get out of here. Unwrap no. that in a is second. That? Hang on. Hang on. The wrapping paper is amazing. It's amazing. The wrapping, the paper, wrapping is, paper is amazing. Uh, it's not tissue paper. It's white, and it's uh, paper towels. So this this is for you to drink oh, this specific whiskey. Awesome. Out of. This is fantastic. It's All a right. tasting glass. Tasting glass from Deer Hammer out of Buena Vista. Awesome, Mike. Had to bring it back for you guys so you can drink that whiskey out of their design glass for Love you to it. have it. All right. Love it. Cheers, boys. Thanks, Thanks man. Jonathan, yeah. I think I also brought you tasting glasses home from Kentucky too, just so we're clear. I don't remember things you give me. All right. Well, there's just so many of them you can't keep them yeah. straight. <laughs> just kidding. There's so many things that you brought them. <laughs> should we take a quick break before we go to whiskeys? I think we should. All right. Let's take a five minute. Here. Yeah. Is that cool? We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. And we it's, are back. It's whiskey time. Let's drink some whiskey. All right, so we're drinking some Deer Hammer bourbon from Buena Vista, Colorado, muled back from my father-in-law. We like to say that term, muled back. I really enjoy the, the term muled. We're just, we're just muling. Yeah. If you bring some bourbon or beer or weed. Just traveling with it. Or cocaine. Anything. Yeah. You're just traveling with something that's illicit. You're muling it, right? Uh, well, I don't know if, if traveling with bourbon and cocaine is a good idea. Lines, is a good is, is idea. The same thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. One, how I one l- is legal. One is definitely not. I, don't know how I lumped that all in there. Yeah. Mule, like a drug mule. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, that's where it comes from. Okay. Yeah. So, but this is the whiskey. mule. That's the origin of it. Yeah. This is a legal whiskey mule. Yeah. So, right. like in our whiskey groups, like if uh, if someone from the Loop is trying to sell a bottle to someone who lives in Aurora, they're like, mule. I will. I will like. Post like, hey, I'll meet you and I'll mule it for you. Love it. And usually I get like a two ounce sample for my for my trouble. I got you. So they pay yeah. you on the muling. So yeah, uh, deer hammer. Well, no, it's tax. It's tax. Tax. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say it one more time. Deer hammer distillery, Buena Vista. This Mule'd. is their weeded bourbon. Well, All I know no, is so there is wheat in it. Right. So it's a weeded bourbon as far as a weeded whiskey goes that has wheat in it. Right. Yes. Okay, so yeah. when it's, the guy when I got there, I was so euphoric. I asked the guy a couple questions. I think he thought I was an idiot. He didn't respond favorably. But the one thing I do remember him saying to me was that it's 65% corn, which means the other 35% is... The other four grains. The other three the grains. Three grains. Yeah. 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 Three plus so one. you call it the San, the San Luis Valley or the San Luis Valley? What do, you, what do you call it? I don't... I have no idea. It's got to be the San Luis. Yeah. San Luis. 
Yes. So, so, so this is on the label on the back of it? Yeah. So, so bear in mind that this bottle is from Colorado. Unfortunately, it's not available to our knowledge right here. Not yet. Not yet. It will be. I imagine if it's, if it's good, it's, it's got to make it out here. Right. Oh, and if their production facility can can you know facilitate them being able to produce enough to sure, make expanding it to Chicago. Sure, expanding and distributing. Yeah. My guess is that if they're going to distribute, they'd go to California, Oregon, Nevada first, like say out west. And it, bigger markets and no reason not to go to to Oregon because then they can start doing finishing in like uh in port in, in um not port uh in Pinot Noir casks sure because you can't you're gonna trip over a anytime you go to Oregon you're gonna trip over a, a winery over there um so yeah so this is uh four grain like Mike just talked about it's got Colorado corn which is, which is cool because I mean like if you if you're driving across Colorado it's Flat, 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 and then Denver, and then the mountains. Boom. Um, it's got the San Luis red wheat, which Mike talked about earlier, oats, and um, a dark roast malted barley, which just means uh, that they cooked it a little bit longer before they, mal- they did the malting. Cool. What's it talk about on the, the char level over there? It's a level two char, which okay. is... Um, medium? Medium minus? I think it's low. Medium minus? Yeah, I would say the... in. The, out of the whiskey nerds, the the level three char, which is around the forty five second range, so this is about around the thirty to twenty five second range. The the level three is going to get you the most vanilla notes. Um, a lot of places do level four char because they think that if you, especially if you're going to age it, we've, I've gone back and forth on this, and I've read a couple of different. I don't want to nerd out on this, but um, level four has more, um, more like more definitely much more char. So there's a lot more interaction between the more surface area between the whiskey and the wood when it's aging. Mm. Um, it's just when it comes back in, when it when it comes from the wood back into the barrel, um, it catches a little different notes rather than just like a rel- like a like a little slight char. Sure, to be level three. Um, the alligator four is uh, like um, not so much vanilla, not so much sweet tones, uh, <clears throat> but the barrels that last longer with a level four seem to have a lot more oak, a lot more vanilla in it. But so, low, but no one's really like. Holding on to a brand new barrel, especially if they're brand new distillery, right. for six to seven years. Well, there's no no need for that. Well, not if you not if you can sell it at two and a half or three. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which, which Pump it do? out, right? Yeah. So if there's various, why is there various char levels? One and two, is it more expensive to have a barrel that's charred more than another one because it's just more time consuming? So well, the barrel's the sec- more expensive. The second question is easy. There, it does not cost does more it, to char it more. Yeah. It's. So why wouldn't it's you? The same process, but why just longer. But why wouldn't you want a more charred barrel to get more of those flavors? Just different. It, it takes flavor profiles. Yeah, and time is going to interact with the the booze going into the barrel and then interacting with it, right? So generally, but if the, but if the distillation process is primarily the same between distillery 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 distillery, what would, what would, what would make you decide to like have a a slightly burnt barrel as so opposed to a burnt to shit barrel. The slightly burnt barrel. The alligator barrel. Yeah, the the level two will I'm give you. I'm just trying to talk in some, names terms. We'll give you some more softer notes, and then the level, th- especially at a younger age, and then the more charred will give you like more of the toffee oak immediately. So the interaction between the liquid in the barrel and the surrounding air. Like yeah. profile or surroundings, right? Whatever you want to say, is going to all always affect the barrel differently. One of the things that this guy, so I walked into the yeah. distillery and I asked this guy, which one of these whiskeys is aged the longest, and he immediately replied, like, just because it's aged the longest doesn't mean it's better. That's not what I was asking. 
I literally just wanted to He's know. He's not wrong, by the way. I know, yeah. but that's not, that's not what I asked. Exactly. I asked, which what was the age profile? That's all I wanted to know. I wasn't saying that age is better because of the interaction with the barrel. No, but typically over a certain year, it gets better. So not necessarily. I, I think that's what you were kind of looking at. And it's like Not necessarily, though. I was just trying to figure out what their process was for getting the stuff from the oak barrel mm-hmm. into the bottle, what their stuff is. So he was saying that this is... Uh, minimum two and, a half. two and a half, but it's blended, so they think the average age is three three and a half years in that bottle. Okay. So for him, he was saying they think that that's the sweet spot because they're in the mountains, higher elevation, much higher fluctuation of hot and cold. It interacts differently than you would say, per se, in Illinois, Wisconsin, or Kentucky mm-hmm. bourbon would with the wood. You know what I mean? That makes so, sense. So I think I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that he was wrong with what his answer. I just yeah. didn't. I didn't ask that. Right. That's the only thing is I, I didn't. I just was asking a general question. I think that I he thought that I was trying to like poo poo them for not well, having old bourbon, which I wasn't. Or all, all, all I want. Statement. All I want is the oldest one you have. That, that's yeah. not what I was asking. Exactly. I was just. It was like a, a way to start the conversation. But yeah. the guy was like, "Oh, we just three and a half years is like our cutoff." And I was like. All right, cool. But my favorite part about this, the back label. Well, first of all, this back label is super, super but, informative. You know, John, go ahead. Johnny. I'm sorry, but that is, that's a common thing, though, that, like, you run into when you ask people about what their age age statement is. Like, they get all offended if they're not the three-year mark, I feel like. I feel like they get more offended if it's, like, another eight to ten, yeah. I, I, I hear that. I wasn't trying to, like, disrespect their no, anything. No, but I, I, think, I think his reaction, though, is, like, immature, I, I thought that a because little bit, I th- but he also saw me as a tourist. Yeah, like I don't talk like them. Yeah, I wonder. I'm if, not, I wonder like, if you're I the customer he, of the week. I, exactly. That guy. He's like this dude walked into the distillery and asked what the oldest age yeah. bourbon. No, that's not what I asked. What was the age that you put your product into? I'm that's sorry, all I wanted to know. I'm sorry, you went through that, Mike. This guy. Thoughts but also, you. so also, <laughs> this dude. So he asked where we're from, and we go, oh, we're from outside Chicago, Wheaton. He's like, no shit. He's like, I go, why? He goes. My parents went to Wheaton College. Huh. My sister went to Wheaton College. I went to a school in California called like Westmont or something, oh, yeah. which is the Wheaton College of, of California. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, sweet dude, <laughs> good for you, dude. So, so you think so back to that so, age statement? So he thought we were Wheatonites, like he is. legit, like asking dumb questions, which we yeah, whatever, yeah, anyway. whatever. But I'm not gonna not go there because that guy. You, no, you should. And the place yeah. was dope. It was cool. They had great cocktails. They were doing barrel-aged cocktails. They had a food truck outside. They had a, an outdoor area with a fire pit. It was so cool. Did you give them a biz card? I didn't. I didn't bring anything with me. Oh, my God. Dude, I didn't bring any business. I didn't bring any sipping social cards or uh, burger social cards with me, which was dumb. I well, should have brought go, like a stack of both. Because people were asking. I know what people were asking. Every time I talk to somebody, they're like, oh, what do you do? Do you got a business card? I'm like, nah. No, I get it. If you want to fully escape. You got to escape from us too. Yeah. Well, no, that's not the point. No, I get it. Don't even talk to me about fully escaping. You didn't I would have packed you in my. <laughs> I would have packed you in my duffel bag if I hadn't snuck you on the plane. If I could have brought you. It's with, like I never so. met you in the last two weeks. <laughs> you were just gone. I haven't seen you in three weeks or whatever it was, five days, six days. Well, the last time you gave me social, you were all business working on the computer. Yep. I feel like you didn't even know I was there. I didn't. Yeah. This guy, all, all Sir, business. what's this guy's name? Uh, uh, can I get a beer? Can I get a spicy nacho? <laughs> All right, so All right, let's drink some whiskey. Wait, wait the back. The, I think this is important. Okay. The, the back label of this gives a lot of whiskey bottles give no information, right? Cool. The back of this label it has a ton of information. The first two paragraphs we kind of led to about the the um, the, the char, uh, where the grain is from, what grain is in it, 
it even says distilled and bottled by uh, Deer Hammer Distilling Company, which means it's their own stuff. Cool. Perfect. Cool. Um, the third the third paragraph I think is fun. Um, it says uh, it's a sour mash. Good information. Uh, it says it brags about four days of open air fermentation, which is literally every distillery. Um, and then it says uh, it's a fire pot distillation, which I think is cool. Um, Explain. Um, I was being facetious because almost every distillery's got fire in there. Okay, oh, we um, didn't know that. Yeah. John and I are like on like pins I know, and I needles like, over here. Like, ex- what does that mean? I mean, you, when you hear that, you're thinking like some guys like feeding logs underneath the the distill to, to heat it up. Yeah, um, no. I would say uh, I was I would say um, like the big guys aren't doing that. Like they're just electrically heated, but uh, fire log sounds pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's two and a half years of le- uh, uh, level two charred virgin oak, which um, also is every distillery. Um, What's the different difference between regular oak and virgin? Oak? Virgin means because the first time you use barrel. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it also has cherry notes. Jesus. Oh, right. we, we're not going to tie any jokes into that. Uh, let's let's, let's uh, get the port. Yeah, let's have a port. microphone on this one? Oh, yeah. This is uh, going into Johnny's deer board. hammer glass. That sounded money. For the record. That sounded really... That sounded like a deer... Hammer. For the record, that was not a four ounce pour. Try out the base on this one. We're not gonna get it because it's uh, it's. We, We're it past gave, that point. Gave Johnny the neck pour. If anyone wants to talk to me about the neck pour, they're more than welcome. I will just not ever respond. Lovely. Send Garrett a text or email us at sippingsocialpodcast at info.com and no. Garrett will respond. <laughs> <laughs> it's info at sippingsocialpodcast.com. That's Info. why. That's why he's the best producer yeah. in the world, <laughs> right there. A stellar, Info. He's stellar. He's the stellar producer at info at sippingsocial What's that? All right. So what are we doing here, G? Uh, I'm gonna give us a, a slight whiff twice, and then I'm gonna give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers, Thanks for on, Mike. I appreciate it. First whiskey I brought on. Hopefully, it's a success. Success. Smell smells. Um, smells like attitude. A little tootie from a a hole distiller. I was kidding. Hmm. Definitely get chocolate. Good dark Ooh. chocolate notes. It's absolutely dark chocolate notes. Yeah. It's smooth though. There's not a lot of burn in the back. So we didn't talk about the proof. I don't think it's it's this lower. Eighty six right? proof. Eighty six proof. Honestly, yeah. I don't think I've ever it's definitely chocolatey. I don't no, think so I've ever had that before. I made that's, fun of the, the fire delicious. pot distilled. This is a direct fire pot distilled, so that means there is actual people like throwing logs underneath, heating up the still. So but that, do you think that, that, that is cool. Do you think that? I don't think it changes anything. Smoke but gets into it somehow. No, not at all. But I do think that um, it's harder to control the temperature on that. So they're doing something on there that's different. I think it's really good. I don't understand. It's very different than anything from Kentucky. It's unique, right? Yeah, it's it's very unique. I th- I think I've never had a things. whiskey that tasted so much like dark chocolate yeah, on the chocolate-y. on the first taste. Yeah, like a nuttiness too, like yeah. a like a hazelnut or uh, almond in there too, like a chocolate covered espresso bean. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not in love with this. The nose, the nose is not particularly. The nose loving, smells like it's super young. But the flavor is really good though. I think that if this was just. Their St. Louis corn and barley, it would be terrible. 
But that extra layer. But the the wheat. But in. the oat and the wheat like yeah. help soft it out a lot. Could we, we talk about beer is made of oats, right? Yeah. And they're, it's creamy. They're, they're, yeah, they're very creamy, soft. I get a little bit of creaminess in there. I yeah. think it's delicious. That is good. I think my favorite. All right, the taste is really good. the The color looks light. Looks like a light colored whiskey. Yeah, it's hard to tell because it's got a red label, so you're assuming it's darker. Sure. <clears throat> but I really love the packaging and the symbol of like the, the barrel with the, the deer antlers coming off of it. And I'm gonna have that to give cool. I'm gonna have to give them props on this. So walking from the main distillery area to the bathroom, they have a sign with their logo. And this slogan, and this is not going to be the first, this is not going to be the last time you hear me say this. <clears throat> it says, do you know that burning, did you, did you know that burning feeling in your throat when you drink whiskey? That's just your soul healing. <laughs> and that's dope. Yeah. I didn't send that to you. but Not the Kentucky hug. No, it's not. That's it's just your soul healing. That's just a young whiskey. It's your soul healing. <laughs> that's like a, a huge like mural that they have on, on, when you're walking in the bathroom. I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven seven five. Oof. I thought honestly, I was skeptical because I thought that I liked it a lot because I was on vacation and doing something euphoric. But I actually liked this, and it's better. I, I was a little skeptical coming and bringing it on here, thinking that I wouldn't like it like I did. Something about being like at the place and the surroundings. On vacation, and, yeah. yeah. Nowhere to nowhere to go, just doing my own thing. I think that that heightened how I liked it, but it's it's better than I thought it was going to be right here. So that's why I give it to seven seven five. I want to hear what Johnny has to say. <laughs> Johnny hates it. Oh, I don't know, man. Dude, be honest. Be honest. If you don't like it, don't like it. I like the initial taste of it, like being like a dark chocolate, sort of like on the on the on the first taste. Uh, I agree with the the sniff on it is a little bit. It's young on the sniff. No, I mean I don't know how to describe. It. It's just not. If you can smell the, it's the, not the, a good mash bill. It's not a good note. Just smelling it, I don't know how to like describe it otherwise. Um, and what proof is this? Eighty six. Eighty six. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So it's so light. it is. It is it's light. Light. Yeah. Um. Let the records show that John did drink all of a sample of it. I did. So it can't yeah, be that It looks bad. like he's enjoying the, the tasting glass. I'll, ta- I'll take that back if you don't really like it. No, I love the tasting glass. I want to keep the tasting glass. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'll be honest. I, I don't Dude, think... I, be honest. I, I, You're not liking it. It's not terrible, but it's it's definitely not something I would like. be like, oh, I got to go get this. For your whiskey? Yeah. All right, cool. What yeah. are you giving it? Um, I'll get a... Do it, dude. Be honest. What's what's wrong? Th- these guys aren't fucking listening. Six, seven, five. Perfect. I mean, it's it's way better than the average whiskey out there. Okay. So the average whiskey to me is five. So I'm gonna let Garrett give his rating, and I'm gonna touch on something that I think that this yeah. reminds me of. So go ahead, G. Maybe I'm missing something. But no, I don't know. you're not, dude. Yeah. If you don't like, it, you I don't, don't like think it. you are. I think you're being you're being real. We want to um, be objective, especially when they're not sitting in the same room as us. Try to yeah. sit. That's the best. Yeah, Johnny, yeah, absolutely. Have, have a second and third sip. Boop. Oh, yeah, we're leaving here. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like the chocolate notes. And on the smell, 
I think that like um, when a smell isn't good, it means because you are tasting, you're smelling the grain. Um, I'm giving this a six total. I'm happy I tried it, and if you brought me one, it would I would find room for it on my on my bar. There you go. Um, I've never tasted a whiskey that tasted so much like dark chocolate before, yeah. so there is something to this. Yeah, definitely not for me, but I but I appreciate I, but I appreciate all whiskey in general. Uh, I don't know if I would seek out this bottle, but I'm glad I tried it. And if you had gifted me one, I would probably put it right right in the middle. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> so I tried several of their bottles. Um, this is a $50 bottle at the distillery. I tried an $85 bottle and I think a $95 bottle. 50 bucks for a two-and-a-half-year-old? Good grief. So, but I, I opted not to go with the more expensive one because I didn't think it was worth you, the price. You yeah. tried it? Yeah. Yeah. So these guys have been open since 2010. So that's uh, 12 years of distilling or whatever. Um, it's It's unique. It's cool. As far as the uniqueness goes, um, I agree with the, the the chocolate aspect of it. Uh, not my favorite thing. Maybe it'll evolve over the next couple of weeks as it's open. I want to try two and a half years of there's a level four chart. I think that, I think that would I think that would make it if you get some a little more vanilla in there with the chocolate from the malt. And Based the, on the guy that I talked to, he doesn't no. want to hear anything about what you <laughs> what well, you want to I, say about I anything. You he has nothing to do with the production of it either. He might not. It was a very small facility, but I had a great time there. And, I'm glad you brought and it honestly, back. I'm I'm glad I brought it back too. And so. this is this is one podcast I didn't have to bring anything, which is great. There you go. And now, and now we know that Mike doesn't bring whiskey onto the podcast. No, no, no Mike no, bring no. Mike brings whiskey on no, the podcast. No, Mike does not bring whiskey on the yes, podcast. He, he brings beer on the podcast. John's just trying to get out of because like three podcasts ago we said that he's gonna bring the beer and the whiskey and he's yet to produce on either. God. <laughs> All right. You know what? Yeah, I'll you, make you guys a promise. Yeah. I which, will bring the, one? the beer and the whiskey on the next podcast. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not Coors Light. And you won't know about it until the not, day of. Not Jameson. No. No. I'm going to do like a proper, a proper? Uh, research proper sipping social. discovery uh, okay. Discovery for the next two weeks. I'm going to go out and uh, if you want help with you, do though, some uh, R&D, as Jack Waters would say. Yeah. We, would, we would love to join you on the R&D. Yeah. We can do that tonight. All right. All right. Fine. Sounds good. Cool. Let's talk right. about... Crap customers. <sighs> Crappy customer time. Customer of the week. Penis. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to say it one time. <laughs> it's hard not to, right? It's hard not yeah. to. It's it's yeah. like a, a standard, right? Yeah. All right. So customer of the week, uh, one of our favorite segments of the podcast. Wait, we on. know you guys like listening to this you too. Gave, I gave a kind of a crappy rating, yeah. but I keep going back to it. So there's something to be said for that. Sure. So I, like I, I'm still drinking it. And okay. I, and and still, Johnny had a second one, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. So didn't Johnny have a second one? Well, yeah. I think it's the proof. The proof allows you to uh, right. give some sips. Like I'm open to keep drinking it. Yeah. Anyway, continue. What are you saying? Um. <clears throat> so out of the the crappy customers, right? I don't like I don't like that part. <laughs> customer of the week. Yeah. Customer of the week. Here we go. All right, sweet. So we got two customers of the week. I'm gonna actually tag a third one on there. Um, we've talked about one of these before, but we have to revamp it because it's just getting out of control. Mainly with people who are shopping. These are the sideways sitters that come into the bar. They take up four chairs with three bags, right? Um, how do you broach that as a bartender, as another customer? Do, does a bartender say, hey, I know we're not busy right now. Can we consolidate one or two? There's hooks underneath. 
Or do you just wait for the customers to start surrounding and be like, yo, someone's got to sit down there? So if we were to examine the data uh, in which I encounter this, uh, that happens sometimes when I go to establishment, it's usually a couple, right? And they're facing each other sideways. Okay, so it's a, chair, it's a chair thing. Let's be honest, it's two women. No, it's either... Oh, it's it's definitely either two well, women well, or a guy and a girl that are dating or, or or first date, and then like there's maybe like a bag on one of the chairs, so it's like basically three spots. But then the way that they position position the chairs, yeah, they, they twist them towards each other. The angle, they angle them sideways, yeah. so they're facing each other. That's what we're talking which, which about takes here, right? Up, yeah. Takes up even more <clears throat> space. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like five, four or five chairs for two people. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's hard when you're working around that because if you sit down next to them, you're going to get an elbow into the ribs or a back of the chair oh. in the ribs or you don't have any like I've spatial area, right? Yeah, I've I've personal I've, space to yourself. So this is like we're talking about bar. Yeah. Like at the bar. Um I've actually sat down in a bar stool and put my stool like literally up against the back of one of, of their another? chairs. Really? And like I'm like literally like breathing on their neck to protect yourself. Good. To like make them like realize that like they have taken up so much space. <laughs> Excuse me. Rumbleman. Excuse I'll me. I have a rumbleman. <laughs> I'll have one rumbleman. She'll have the after breath. Why is it so cold on my neck? Oh, that's the rumplements. <laughs> it's the ice cold chill of rumplements, yeah. Ice cold chill. I just don't get it, man. Like it's just like these little things that we no, talk about as far as like Be bed. cognizant. Yeah. Be, you be get it because they're not paying attention to the surroundings. They care about themselves. Totally. That's that's the issue with those peeps. When I see that, I'm okay with it for when there's like six people at a 20-person bar and they, they take up four spots. Yeah. Great. Go for it. Right. As soon as I see a couple walk in and like they like do like the little like like they like step on their tippy toes yeah. and trying to see down if they yeah. open spots, I go, hey, are you saving these chairs for anybody? No? All right. Take those bag offs. We're going to put some people here. Yep. Yeah. And I don't I don't ask. I tell. And I agree. And, 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 and I agree. every time they're like, oh, we didn't oh, even my realize. Bad, my bad. I didn't you know, yeah, know. There's some hooks underneath. And if you want to leave those bags to the host stand, you're more than welcome. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. also bleeds into a little bit of uh, the, the standing people, too. Like when they they take the stools and they push them back. Like I, w- I went into Nobel House once. <sighs> yeah, I do that. And they pull, the sta- <laughs> they pull the stools back. Yeah, I do that. And they stand there with a group of people. And they're literally like taking up this huge area of space at the bar. Yeah, the chair is like their buffer zone. Yeah, yeah. People behind it's like them. guarding. It's like guarding yeah. their group, but they're actually taking up ten spots for like five people. Yeah, uh, what? Yeah, that? That's not good either. It does bleed into that. Um, I think that if you're gonna stand, and this goes for me mainly, stand behind the stool. Yeah, and you're not gonna take up a lot of space, especially the stool. If you're sitting down at a in. bar and you're taking up chairs around you, use the hooks underneath. Yeah. I mean, if it's not hooks Nine, underneath, then ninety-five percent of bars these days have hooks underneath and outlets. Bar. And outlets underneath yeah. the bar Charge for your, your phone. phone. Yeah. Don't ask me for a phone charger. God, that's another one. Save it. Oh Jesus! All right, sweet. So that'll be we'll the next week. We'll cut that out. Thank you. Uh, so we got the next customer of the week is the whiskey one upper. G. Yeah. So it's like kind of a, it's kind of a playoff of the live show one. Where like, uh, pour me something that I haven't had before. Uh, this is where like. The guy's like, it's generally it's generally men, like ninety nine percent men. Who um, is it? Who is it specifically? No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I mean I don't know. <laughs> Calling him out. I'm I'm there. I, I I have such little bar shifts now that like I don't know anyone's name anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I wish I had a name for you. Uh, actually, my first the first one is a guy named Jason Foster. 
Uh, him and I are good friends now. But uh, he was, he and then a lot of other people were like, they'd be going through the list and be like, have you had this one yet? And they'd be like, well, yeah, I've had all of them. That's kind of the job. And and then they'll order something like, well, have you had this one yet? I have this at home. I have this also at home. Have you tried this like one-off special release? <laughs> like, I have that at home too. I'm like, this is not a pissing contest between what we have here and what you have at home. Right, right. Just I'm, trying to find something good for you to drink. Yeah, can you just order something and then we can talk about whiskey in a little bit <laughs> while I'm not like trying to take food orders and drop waters off it, somewhere It does else? seem to be like a new thing. Everybody's got their new bar basement or their awesome house bar yeah. and all the whiskey, or, their or the whiskey the, closet yeah. that's like hidden. And you're like, they're like, oh, check this out. I'm like, sweet, did you see the 200 whiskeys back here that I yeah. got? They're not hidden. Yeah, my, fam- my we can all drink them. My family doesn't have a pantry anymore. I've got my whiskey collection right. there. <laughs> the and dining room. Is and now. how's the divorce with your wife going? Yeah, right. Yeah. Just taking over the. It's a walk-in closet. <laughs> it's a walk-in closet that became a whiskey closet. It, it just like uh, people are trying to tell me like the fun things that they have and I, that I'll never try because they're single barrels from. I think it's a little bit, a little bit of a conversation like piece. Ago. Yeah, like it's a conversation piece, right? To to have with your bartender, but I do. Because it's a like a subculture, collective culture, underground thing that people want other people to know what they have. Oh, one hundred percent. Do you need to like hire somebody just to like chit chat about those kinds of things? I feel, I feel like bourbon, talk shop. I feel like bourbon <laughs> That'd be a good business to start. I feel like bourbon <laughs> has already done that with me. <laughs> hey, uh, you're the guy. I think I might be. The guy <laughs> comes in. Hey, uh, I'd like to talk to you about my. Uh, collection sweet uh, you're Jimmy gonna, you're gonna Jimmy, see come Jimmy, on, Jimmy yeah. over here Jimmy come on down Jimmy he's gonna want to talk to you real quick he's like pushing up his glasses so, off his nose so what did you want to talk about <laughs> uh, let's talk about whiskey sweet I've yet to Roll ever on. I've yet to that ever that guy gets show. paid 12 bucks an hour <laughs> just happy she, to be there <laughs> sweet we got a we got a nice little uh, room for you guys to go to downstairs. You can yeah. uh, chit chat and it's got two chairs facing each other. And Jimmy's a listener. Yeah, he's a listener. Jimmy's gonna be behind being. <laughs> Jimmy's gonna be behind. Gonna be behind glass. Yeah, you're gonna slip your dollars through the window and, uh, <laughs> and the curtains your, are gonna pull apart. And get your face. And there's a shower scene. <laughs> what? How did, how did that happen? Bourbon. I mean bourbon shower. Bourbon shower. Bourbon <laughs> oh talk. I, and every single one of those, every single one of those chairs that show up, I've yet to like pull up my phone and be like, "Well, this is what I have at home." Because I'm like, "This is not a conversation why? I need." Why? Why? All right. So, bottom line is, we all have whiskey. Yeah. We're all from Chicago. We all like pizza. Just tell, just tell <laughs> me, just tell me what you like. And we'll find you something good. Stop, stop pissing about your pizza, or your your whiskey, or your bourbon. It's not a pissing contest, right? I feel so much better right now. Thank you, G. Yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm glad you feel better. Yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna wrap this up. Um. You, you had, no, you had you had one customer you wanted to get. At. Oh, so since we did two kind of like negative customers, I just want to give a shout out to uh, a couple people that have come in recently. At Social brought me some great bourbon to drink on. My boy Mike Brennan, this guy is amazing. He's a great customer. He takes great care of us. He brought us some delicious Powers Three Swallows Irish whiskey. We drank that before we came on the podcast. We all liked it. That was good. Uh, really tasty. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy Nate. He brought me like an old school. Oh no. He brought me a uh, more brewing aged Woodford Reserve whiskey that is fantastic. I saved some G. I'm going to bring that to you. Mm. So I just want to thank all the customers that come in, bring us stuff, share stuff with us. It's really cool. Keep doing that. Um, now let's wrap it up because <clears throat> I feel like I'm, start, I'm starting to get a little drinky. Is that cool? Yeah, me too. All right, cool. Um, want to give a shout out to the, the breweries in Colorado, Eddie Lyon Brewing, Thanks for making great beer. Letting me bring it back to Chicago via my father-in-law, Bill. 
Very, very special. Uh, Broken Compass, very cool to drink all the beer out there outside of Breckenridge. You guys definitely, if you're in the area, hit me up. I'll tell you exactly where to go. Uh, Deerhammer Distillery in Buena Vista, unique. Uh, we didn't love it per se, but thought that it was interesting. and Happy we had it. Happy we had it, right? Something new, something to expand our palates. Um, everybody, take care of your bartenders. Take care of your servers. They're working hard for you. Uh, when you're out and about, um, come by the Burger Social, come by Maze and Mash. Garrett and I would love to talk to you. Uh, drink responsibly. I'm still standing by the last thing that I said at the podcast, uh, two podcasts ago. If you come by the Burger Social and mention the podcast, I got a pint for you. I got you two. Garrett's got two pints for you over at Maze no, and Mash. No, not two, but one. But oh, one, as one well. One per person, yeah. yeah. You got, you yeah, got as them as well. well. I'm not trying right, to one so, up anything. So <laughs> one at Social and one at Maze. What you got for him, Johnny? And if you, if you can... I don't know if you see me, I guess, or no, like, I don't yeah, know. Like, right grab his ass. You. What can I do? Grab his ass. Grab his ass. Buy him a shot of rump. If you see me, I guess, and mention the podcast to me, I'll get you a rump. We're all buying rumps. Also, we got some really cool big time beer guests coming up. Great beer guests coming up. We're going to release that information in the next couple podcasts. Tune on in the for next that. One. On the next one, we're yeah, releasing we'll that. Release it. We're going to try to at least one of them. We're going to try to lock that down. Bottom line is, we love what we're doing. Thanks for so, uh, supporting us, especially with the live podcast. Uh, really, really appreciate you guys. Thanks for joining in, and everybody be good to each other, and uh, we'll see you on the next pod. Love you. Later. Peace. First of all, we'd like to thank our listeners, our families, and friends that support us. We couldn't do this without you. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Tell your friends about us. Big thanks to our producer, Johnny, in the Underground Studio. Also, a shout-out to Johnny Perona and Davenport Ed. That's the rockin' music you're hearing in the background. Thanks again, and we look forward to the next cocktail with you. Did you open that already? I didn't. You want to? No, it's your bottle. Open it. But I'm just saying, let, let it breathe. Let's let it breathe for a minute. Yeah, you're the guy. Crinkle, crinkle. Is I don't know. It, you is could, it like, an actual cork? No. I don't know. You could pull Damn. the whole thing off with like saran wrap over it. Use some hands. Sometimes you don't. Me. Sometimes you don't have time to. God, you're strong. <laughs> to take it off. Well, the, the, this is like the the cheapest. Plastic. You can. I didn't even. I didn't even think there was plastic on it when I looked at it. I thought you already opened it. <laughs> it smells so like he, a. He just, just put saran wrap and then a hair dryer. On he just that. committed to opening it. Yeah. It smells like a pot. Well, then still. you both stopped talking and little staring at me. I had to open it. My hands are shredded from plastic. <laughs> yeah.